Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. times yeah like the times where it's like all right national crisis everybody what do we do joe raises hand obama says except call the avengers joe <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> oh man nah man simpler simpler times remember when we used to argue about the color suit obama would wear right and whether he wanted regular mustard or dijon mustard on this his was burger? before the term drip became commonplace ah but listen Obama definitely had the sauce, you know what I mean? He had so much sauce, it sent Fox News into a tailspin for like a week. They were yeah. like, how dare he wear a tan fucking suit? Are you kidding me? But Donald, it's perfectly fine that Donald wear those cartoonishly untailored, long-tied abominations. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, he is the frumpiest fucking president. Like, oh my God. I mean, Grover Cleveland probably had more fucking swag than Donald Trump did. <laughs> fucking Taft probably had more drip than Donald Trump did. And that nigga allegedly got stuck in a bathtub. <laughs> Do you think he had a solid gold bathtub? Taft? Yeah. I mean, Taft was so corrupt. He made Teddy come out of retirement and essentially like split the Republican Party into like two parties because fucking Taft was super corrupt. All through the Trump presidency, we missed the opportunity for Trump, Melania, married with children memes. Oh, dude, that would have been great. Right? How did we miss that opera? It's because we were, it wasn't like haha funny. I think if things had been more like curb your enthusiasm, like which we all initially expected and less like, oh, Trump may actually be a megalomaniac, yeah. then we would have gotten more married with children memes <laughs> because that would have been, oh God. I feel like that perfectly encompasses like, imagine, the way that household Like the, the asshole fucking son being like Jared Kushner. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh. Melania's just perpetually mad. And then <laughs> Trump's just Come like, here, back when I was in high school football. Because that's who he is. Back in the 80s, back the way we did things when I was coming up. You know, Mr. I think I'm a fucking Ma New York Mafia, Don. The levels of incoherence are <gasps> rising. Crashing through. This is Doc. And Ziggy. And you are back at it with the, the flood. flood. That's where right. we bring our pop perspective. To put the culture in context. And make the mainstream make, make sense, sense. Because if we do not make sense, we, we don't, don't make dollars. Holla. And Speaking normally, of this is the show where we take the news that happens around us and talk about how it shapes the culture that defines us. But um, this is more of a B-Sides episode 
yeah, we are going to talk about um, fucker Tarlson or cucker Tarlson. Tarlson or, uh, or fuck it, thank God he's gone again. Ooh, <laughs> like, that was kind of a slant run. Because, you know, this isn't the first time he's been fired, but we're going to get a little bit more into what's been going on with that. Well, he got fired twice and sunned once. <laughs> Speaking of son, uh, Biden was fucking on one with that oh White House correspondence speech. God. Yeah, I mean, this one. Singers, left and right. I was like, like if these were the type of things that were dropped in like a rap battle, I still would have gasped. But I'm like, oh shit. This is yeah, no. Joe. Yo, 80 year old Joe was out there sending shots out though, like fucking American sniper. People dog. are like, oh, like, he's, an, he's an old man. I'm like, no. He is an old Irish Catholic no. man. <laughs> he is. He went full dark bread. So much so, he embraced it, and a lot of people were probably calling it corny that he embraced the dark Brandon thing. But I mean, like, come the on, dark Brandon meme is corny. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's so great about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's he like he's full octogenarian. Like, I mean, it is surprising that they can get him up to do anything other than crossword puzzles and applesauce at so, this point. So I, I want to say that uh, Biden has long passed the point in life where event there's a point in life where eventually you're just old enough that you're allowed to just do shit because people yeah yeah yes like like it's like yeah, like at the gym or or smell people's hair for no reason biden joe what the fuck is up with that like <laughs> any but i mean like you, you know you don't have time for that and <laughs> No, no, apparently nobody has time to question this nigga about why he likes to just kiss random people and smell their hair. But, I think like, we all ask questions about that. But, what I'm saying but it's is, just Grandpa the, Joe. The older you get, just the less fucks you yeah. give. Yeah, I really wish he would, like, really stop giving a fuck, though, and, like, just go full dark brand. Like, at this point, since you've embraced the meme, Joe, and because we know you listen, uh, <laughs> yeah, we do know you listen. Thanks for the shout out during that Philly speech. Just go full dark Brandon, dog. Just start, just start doing all the liberal Bernie Sanders shit that they were afraid you were gonna do. Like every time Fox News is like, oh my God, gear up. Biden's gonna turn us into a socialist country. Just go for it. Executive order the fuck out of this shit. What are they gonna, and then play senile. Go out there and say some weird shit again and just be like, you know, when you're on Air Force One, you gotta flush all the Air Forces, right? Yeah, and I mean, if it really goes up the chain, you just give Clarence Thomas some tax breaks and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, send him on another fucking trip to the <laughs> fucking Mediterranean. And, and you know, I, I'm sure we can get things through. Like, these conservative judges seem to be really easy to pay off. <laughs> How far is Clarence Thomas from Uncle Ruckus? I mean, him and Kanye is neck and neck at this point, right? Like, does the winner get like the Rucky? Uh, I don't know. The way you said that just felt really racist. <laughs> it was like an offshoot of the Razzie. I, I get it. I get it. It just felt racist coming from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry, <laughs> like unintentional um, racism. Speaking of that, you, you know, see, you called this out is progress. Biden. This is progress. 
You called out Biden's uh, use of the term black press during his correspondence speech, which um, I felt was once again another perfect example of uh, just accidental racism. No, uh, intentional pandering. Right. But it, it like in a healthy way like can we can we admit that there is like a healthy level of but you have to pander in order to become the president which is like essentially a popularity so, contest hold at on. this point thanks donald well um, it was very pandering in delivery and style i mean i was getting ready to say it was necessary pandering because because it's just like what he led into in bringing up the black press. It was just unfortunate the way 80-year-old Joe says black. It sounds like the way you say black when you're filing a police report. I'll, um, uh, I'll let you all know what that sounds like. The black press. Black press. Black press. Black. <laughs> <laughs> It was that black guy over there. Anyway, the impact that the black press, and he should have just said black media in general, has had on this country, right? Um, But, and then alluding that to the coverage of Emmett Till and the absolute tragedy and travesty that that whole scenario was, right? And the fact that it was because of the black press's media coverage of that situation that it became more of a national like screenshot on what was happening in what kind of traumas that the black community was being subjected to right um which really not necessarily spearheaded the civil rights movement but it was just you know a factor that led to furthering the progression of what would become the civil rights movement right and we wouldn't have had that without the black press speaking of the tiktok that we have with john stewart and talib kwali actually uh got a duet from somebody for real yeah black dude with some dreads wearing a ramon shirt and he was just looking at the camera the whole time he's like yup he's just like yup i've been saying it so, yeah, shout out to uh, all caps King DJC on TikTok for sharing that duet and just being like, yep, punk and hip hop being home. We appreciate the engagement, man. And you know where you can find us at. That's at the Flood Pod on everything. And that is on everything. And if you need a reminder, here is your reminder to like and subscribe. Don't forget, we have a Discord link. We have a Discord link. We have a Patreon if you're feeling giving. We have a link tree <laughs> with all of those things. things. On our socials at the Flood Pod on everything. That's on everything. <laughs> Back to it, man. Uh, this correspondence dinner was great. I feel like we always have I hilarious like correspondence dinners. I feel like been on a fucking rocket ship yeah. to fame. I feel like we always have great correspondence dinners when Democrats are in office. Yes. Right. Um, or when Republicans are willing to go. Yeah. <laughs> but. It's been a while for that. Yeah. Uh, that Those were Bush era Because GW took those like a champ. Yeah. I mean. Because we gotta remember like. Because he says shit. GW. Yeah. He's still pretty hilarious. 
Um, if you think committing war crimes is hilarious. Ah, I'm just cranking my bag and getting started, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and it just feels like Dark Brandon is really just getting started. And now that he's fully embraced it, I can't wait to see what comes from it. Uh, but you were saying Roy Wood also did a great job at hosting the Correspondence Dinner. Oh, yeah. Great job at hosting the Correspondence Dinner. He finally got his, uh, a couple of weeks ago, got his week-long stint as The Daily Show host. He killed well deserved, it. This right? Past, past week, Desi Lydeck, woman after my heart. Uh, <laughs> you really got it. You really got it bad for her, yo. Love, Desi. Down bad for this shit. Go ahead. But he's also been killing it on all of his correspondent appearances. And then, I mean, like, all of a sudden, he's now doing hosting the, the correspondence hosting dinner. The correspondence dinner. So, what are you saying, though? What are you alluding to? I'm saying that's really impressive, and The Daily Show still needs a host. Do you think. That's the angle well, they that they were one going of the correspondence for. A week of hosting. Yeah, and former correspondence. Yeah, but so. I feel like typically those people are not chosen as the host, though. Trevor was a correspondent. Colbert was a correspondent. Colbert wasn't never a host of the Daily Show, though. No, but, he but was Trevor John, didn't he was ghost John. Correspondent, but you know Trevor, was? Ron Riggle, Steve Carell, say had a whole segment called Stephen versus Stephen, where Colbert and Carell would just like scream at each other. I hear you, but what I'm saying though is, is people who guest host for the week while they're uh, for the weeks while they're trying to find a host, typically don't end up as future hosts, right? Because when John left, Chris Rock hosted for a fucking week, and I was like. Oh my God, The Daily Show with Chris Rock. Old Chris Rock would have been phenomenal. New Chris Rock, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him hosting The Daily yeah, Show. Yeah, no, not current Chris Rock. Rock yeah, I like mean, him, him this slap. Week. I feel like the slap did something to Chris that I. It, it, his brain hasn't settled from that fucking concussion. Like he took that shit like a G, but Will may have hit him a little bit harder than we think. What is hitting? However, is this White House correspondence <laughs> dinner? They usually always do. I mean, like, if you really just want to watch, like, just good stand-up, but also, like, a good homage to the importance of a free press. By the way, fuck shit, fuck, fuck, bitch, shit, fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. First <laughs> There goes our NPR sponsorship, but it's all cool because they're not on Twitter anymore anyway. Thanks, Elon Musk, Lord and Savior. The weekly Daily Show hosts rotating, I've really liked. And they did give every correspondent for like a month their run of doing it. And I feel like that legit is like a tryout because I don't think they're going to like immediately announce the next host because they also had a week off. So, like, I think Al Franken was the last guest host. They had a week off, and then they started the month rotating of the current correspondence. The way... It's almost like the way you're suggesting it. It would be, like, a... Like, a trial run for each correspondent And then to, I imagine, like, like a potential interview of rotating guest hosts. Like, I thought it was cool when, like... Marlon Wayans was on, I mean, Hassan was my favorite, 
I, I thought Al yeah. Franken brought like the perfect amount of boomer energy. But I mean, I don't want Al Franken hosting the whole time, but a week of Al Franken was cool. I'm sighing because I feel like I've just had a revelation. How much money are you willing to put down that the new Daily Show host might be Hassan Piker? Oh my god. He's too aggro. I feel like he wouldn't listen to his writers. I don't think so. Do you think he makes... Do you think... I feel like that would be a pay downgrade for Hassan Piker. I feel like... No. Do you... From his Twitch? He would just bring his Twitch audience over to The Daily Show, though. Comedy Central pay him that much? Comedy Central was owned by Warner, right? Like Time Warner. I believe so. I feel like Time Warner could front that bill. Would they? For the Daily Show? For the Twitch audience? This is just speculation, right? Like, I'm just speculating. Have you seen this anywhere? No, I have not. It is literally just because you said the name Hassan, and I thought about it, and I was listening earlier to uh, Phil, Philip DeFranco, right? And he was talking about, this is this is a very long uh, read through line here, so just hold tight. Uh, <laughs> Phil is covering a little bit of the like Amazon union infighting that's been going on between like uh two of the heads of the amazon union like there's the guy that like spearheaded the whole like fight for um unionization of amazon thing and then there's like a couple of the like other people who are part of the union who are like they're arguing about like money and potential embezzlement and things like that uh but that's not the point it turned out that one of the top donators to some union organization, I can't remember if it was like like the fight for like Amazon's union organization or whatever, or if it's just like the people who like fight for union organization throughout like the entire nation. Uh, but long story short, TLDR, it's Hassan Piker, right? <laughs> Uh, it's like one of the top three people and it might even be fucking NPR dude alright hold on can we like pause for a second cause I just want to like clarify this in my brain yeah no I mean like Hassan may come with like a big like big paycheck Right, but he's he's out here doing wild shit. Like he's one of the top three main donators for the American Labor Union. Like <laughs> he does all of his stuff on Twitch, which is owned by Amazon, uh, which is super anti-union. Yeah. Um, Awkward. I, I just feel like he's got a big enough following, and he already kind of has like a media background. Well, uh, from working with TYT and all of it. While you were just talking, I was thinking. For a guest host, why doesn't Comedy Hassan Central Frank- broaden their horizons and give Philip DeFranco a shot? Ooh, I don't think Phil would leave the Phil. I don't think. See, Do I you feel think like Phil would guest host for a week. 
I'm not saying Phil to move to The Daily Show. Yeah, I'm saying just, a week of Phil hosting The Daily Show. Joe, I don't think that's a bad look for Phil. I think that's a better look for Phil than it is for Comedy Central. Though. Yeah, and I feel like that would be really, really big for growing his channel. I don't know if Phil needs it. How old uh, is the demographic for The Daily Show at its peak? I feel like The Daily Show's demographic is within Philip DeFranco's demographic. I think um, it goes a little higher. A little I, older. In which case... So you think there are 50-year-olds out there watching The Daily Show? Yeah. Because I think Phil's demographic goes at least into the early 40s at this point. 50-year-olds were born in 1977, which means they were 15 when Nirvana's Neverline came out. Okay, and... Which means they were 17 and, when Tupac died. Yeah, okay, they're, and they're still reasonably, they've still seen shit develop before they get all cranky and crotchety. I'm just saying, what makes you think that that translates to them being Daily Show viewers? If they grew up watching The Daily Show. With fucking Craig. Uh, <laughs> no, with John. <laughs> Why wouldn't it have been with Craig, though? Isn't Wasn't that his name? Is uh, Kilborn. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's, yeah. Yeah. Got him from sports broadcasting, if I recall correctly. For, that's why, like, the name Craig Kilborn sounds like a sports broadcaster. <laughs> he sounds like he covers baseball and golf. Like, I think Keith Olbermann, I can't remember if he oh, did man. sports and then went to media, or if he did media and then went to sports. Oh, man, like, the Trump... <sighs> man, I wonder what Keith Olbermann is doing right now, because the Trump presidency drove that dude crazy, right? And I was watching a lot of those, like, resistance videos that he was posting, but it was, like, very clear that, like, Keith was, like, fucking just gone off this shit. He was like, how the fuck could y'all let this happen oh did you did you hear that the uh creator of dilbert turns out to be like a massive reason yes yeah. yes i don't know if we talked about that on the I podcast don't feel like it's necessary to talk about <laughs> guy who makes a comic strip 40 years about middle management Yo, office life i'm upset because like dilbert wasn't bad like it was very bland right like but as far as bland humor Let's goes think about the other comics that were surrounding it it was the like Docs, calvin and Hobbes, doonesbury <sighs> doonesbury the far life the peanuts the peanuts okay rest in peace charles schultz peanuts you, are awesome yeah yeah but you don't think charles schultz was like at least a tad bit racist like probably towards like asian people i mean he they made the one black character <laughs> sit on the opposite end of the thanksgiving table all by himself dog <laughs> listen i have nothing <laughs> But they were part of my childhood, so I kind of just remember the glory days like all of the people uh, in uh, uh, Make a lot of those old games that you play. Make the peanuts great again. Make comic strips great again. All this manga you kids are reading now. What are the what is what is with all the fan service? The upskirt shots. I'm uncomfortable. How big of a deal would it be if all of a sudden Bill Watterson opens a Twitter account and drops Watterson. a new strip for Calvin and Hobbes? 
It depends. I think it would explode the internet. I mean, probably, but it would also really depend on like what the strip was about. Like, which way do you think this Calvin and Hobbes would lean? Like, do you think it would be like Calvin <laughs> virtue signaling and like QAnon whispering <laughs> into the fucking like internet negosphere, or do you think, think it, it would, would be, be very nihilistic? Yeah, do you think it would be more boondoxy, like, but for white people? It would definitely be more boondoxy. Because, I mean, the whole time, like, Calvin and Hobbes, like, yeah, it was funny and it's cute, but Bill was always on some next level shit. No, he was. I mean, I have several uh, several of the... I have the complete collection. Yeah. Who my man said, I got the complete collection. Well, they had, like, an omnibus, and I got yeah. given it for one of my, like, teenage birthdays. And yeah, it was, like, 110 bucks, and it's three books, each about a, a inch thick. Yeah, no, nah, I and would... And it's every uh, Calvin Hobbes comic. I um, still read them to this day. They're, they're, they're timeless. They yeah, honestly are. They're classic Americana. Which makes me feel like it would probably lean more toward <laughs> it's like what we're all thinking. <laughs> it would be very tongue in cheek though. And you know, Hobbes would definitely be a Trump supporter though. You know um, what's you know, <laughs> did you know that a picture I like how you're just you're really oh, trying no, no. <laughs> to move past that, but a picture of what? I refuse. There are more pictures, allegedly, of Bigfoot than there are of Bill Watterson. There's one public picture of Bill Watterson. I thought you were going to say of Calvin peeing on things, because there, you that know. That is not made by Bill <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> Calvin has become the ubiquitous fuckboy for when you need something pissed on, right? Because when you want to let people know you don't like a thing, you, you go ahead and you just defame somebody's copyrighted <laughs> material. I want to give, hold on, impromptu. And that wasn't a shot at like AI generated Impromptu art. championship ring. With three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Got a really big team and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. To Bill, Bill Watterson. And here's why. Other Besides than the, the like two minutes creating, of rambling that we've been doing. Other than creating Calvin and Hobbes, which is a championship ring on its own. On its own. Okay, but so it's non-Calvin and Hobbes related. This is the finals MVP. Uh-huh. The fact that he, A, never sold the rights to it, turned down movie offers to make it, and yet it lives in ubiquity throughout pop culture with how genius and pure it is as work Ooh. here's where um i'm gonna have to push back <laughs> because i don't know about the youth in them today um i don't know you know how hip they are to calvin and hobbs and i feel like I'm gonna have to be the guy that says it's time for Calvin and Hobbes to step into the digital era, buddy. You know, this is the time of VR and like self-driving cars and hoverboards. Are we waiting for Bill Watterson to die so the estate sells the rights? <laughs> 
yes so we can make Hobbs the terrible fucking rendition like the Scoob movie that oh, they I just did see the CGI the CGI movie like popping in yeah oh god I mean if they do it it's like, gonna be like a more meta Mario Brothers movie no I feel I'm okay with that I feel like if they do it like they did the Peanuts movie or the way they did Captain Underpants like if they did it yeah, the way they did the Captain Underpants movie then we're fine right like get John Mulaney to voice hops uh, <laughs> his new stand-up by the way is phenomenal and obviously it is, it is chock full of cocaine jokes <laughs> lots and lots of cocaine jokes so one of my favorites John Mulaney is Hobbs and obviously obviously the choice for Calvin is Chris Pratt <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. No, no, but for real though, um, I I would suggest maybe like a Chris Evans or Ryan Gosling or or I don't know whatever tween heartthrob you guys are after. Just as Tom long Holland. as yeah, I yeah. can actually see Tom Holland doing it. Yeah, no, that's that's a way better choice than the the fucking old men that I was suggesting play a young child <laughs> with an imaginary friend, uh, but. How many voice acting parts do you hear and you just think to yourself, man, that should have been Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Phil Lamar um, because Phil Lamar is the voice acting code. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's still around voice acting. But, <laughs> but bringing it all back, I mean, I don't know who the daily show is going to end up with as their host. Just like you never know quite where this show is going to go when you tune in and listen every week, but I promise you that you will enjoy it and we'll be back with more to enjoy right after with this, this hot take. Hello, welcome back. And on today's episode, we're world building. We're talking about all kinds of franchises and expansions of universes. We're and also we're talking really... about something that I realized earlier today. And this is a this is a mind bending fire hot take. A mind bendingly fire. That hot I have take. been hiding. I have been hyping it up, and I have been hiding it from you all day all day so you ready you along with me will finally get to hear what is the hot take that he thought was so flames he had to withhold it from me all day to get my genuine reaction live for you guys on mic so yes i am ready let's go what is it Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the monarchy to move to Los Angeles is the most American thing to happen since America. I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's not that the hot take isn't a hot take. It's just so random. Like you, when you said Prince Harry, I was like, oh, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> Hear me out. 
Yeah, no, explain yeah. yourself, King. So, they defected from England. Okay. With stolen wealth. So, yeah, they're technically pirates. <sighs> is it... Is it stolen, though? It feels more inherited, yeah? That's what you want to call it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, stolen, inherited, is that what you want to call generational wealth in America? Sure, that works too. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else do you call wealth that you got from being born in the monarchy? You stole it. <laughs> okay, keep going. They're an interracial couple. She is a strong, independent black woman. He is an emotionally available masculine figure. The United States has been looking for a first family. Well, I mean, we have one in the Obamas, <sighs> but like, white was... America has been searching for one since the Kennedys. <sighs> Harry is also a masculine figure. He literally went and fought terrorists, certified helicopter pilot. He also I mean, dressed dude, like a Nazi for a Halloween party. That's also pretty par for the course. For, for... <laughs> you didn't you didn't know that, did you? No, but it still fits. <laughs> I know the pieces fit. Because I watched I them the fall away. Fit. And that is a reference that I doubt you get, but if you did, oh my god, I would No, be proud but of it you. sounds like a it sounds like a emo song. It's a tool song. It's a tool song? Yeah, so it's technically not emo, it's uh pretentious mathly. <sighs> I was gonna say tool can be pretty emo though. Uh yeah, but they're they're also I feel like you don't listen to tool unless you're feeling pretty emotional. Or angry. That is an emotion. <laughs> but I'm also not going Welcome to, back to the tool when I feel oh so joyous on a summer day. Also, both emotions. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod where I teach Dan what emotions are. Sydney's <laughs> therapy. No. Harry and Meghan Markle are the most American thing to happen since America. I vehemently disagree. I think one of the most American things... Look, we don't need the British monarchy. We need a British monarchy. I vehemently disagree with you uh, because I feel like the most American thing that happened in a very long time is fucking Justin Pearson and what is going on over there in Tennessee. He didn't leave the British Empire. Uh, no, but <laughs> the American Empire tried to put their boot on his neck and he stood up and put his fist in the air and said power to the people. Okay, it may not be the most American thing, but you cannot deny that it is American as fuck. Uh, I don't know. It is American um, as fuck. I don't know how I feel about the monarchy, dog, and I don't That's really why they left it. care about Meghan or Harry. I don't. I, I'm, and you know what? That people care a lot well, less about or more. Where are you going? Where are you, I think if we've settled where, where into are we going? it. Are we settling like, into? What are we settling is, into? He's like our prince because he said fuck you to England. Oh, 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 you're still like on American this. the American prince of the, the American princess. I feel like 
America definitely recognizes like Megan, right? And it's like Harry gets a seat at the table because they're like, okay, that's your little boo thing, right? You you went off and you married you a uh, nice prince. For real, they they really have gone through like fucking hell. Yeah, no, they they. Let's, let's, I like, mean, let's not understate that proportionately, right? Like yes. the the hell that they've been through. Um, the hell that they've been through given the circumstances of their lives. lives. Yes. We all have stressors given the circumstances of our lives, yes. which differ. F- for our listeners who may be like, some why are, are we whining about rich some people? Some of the struggles are more immediate. Struggles that happen as a result of resources available can be stressful i'm not going to say in the same way because it's not um like that taps into pure fight or flight but they can feel equally stressful even if they aren't so with that being said their relationship was put through relatively speaking Scrutiny. And you feel like the plight of their relationship is somehow endearing to the American iconography? I don't... I don't. It's historical precedent to say fuck you to England. <laughs> so it's because they said fuck you to England. Literally. Do you want to know what England did to us during the World Cup match? They started chanting 9-11. <laughs> So yes, saying fuck you to England is pretty alright in my book. Ah, that's awful because this is not getting edited out and I'm going to be on record fucking rolling at that because it's hilarious that they they would do that. Not going to be able it's hilarious that they would do that because do you know how many terrorist that says so attacks much about American perception globally? Do you know how many terrorist attacks have taken place on the London Bridge? Like, <laughs> dude, like they'd be like, yeah, but we didn't fuck up that bad. Yo. Those are only like 20, 30. That's like a thousand. I'm dude. just saying, like, I also like that's very par for the course as far as like soccer like taunts are concerned um they literally throw bananas at black players you heard trevor noah's joke about the french team that won yes finally won for africa because all of the players were like second generation french (laughs) yeah yeah like listen um, soccer. Because that's what I, it's a French colonization. And I'm calling it soccer because it's vehemently racist. Like, However, the entire... shout out, shout out to our one listener at the Gaza Strip. I don't know if your hot take is that hot of a thing. I'm gonna say it's mild, actually. I'm gonna push back here. I'm gonna say that this take is kind of a wet noodle. I feel like this take fits in the boneless wings are a lie category in the fact that it's something that nobody ever even considered until I put it on record. No, I feel like, you know, the American like pop culture sphere has adopted them as American royalty at this point. 
who does that put them in like uh, in social circles with? But you can't the tell fucking... me what they did. Is it American as fuck? I mean, I is can't... it American as fuck or not? I guess it's as American as Tom Brady. Like, just because he was the quarterback for the Patriots. That's that's kind of how I feel. Like, ooh, they ran away from mummy and daddy. <laughs> no, he he ran away from mummy and daddy for the love of his life. And she for the love of his life. It's like John Smith and Pocahontas, minus the reality of her dying immediately after. I was gonna say it's more Romeo and Juliet, right? But, but they they're don't still die. living. Yeah, they're still living. Living through this hell, this media hell. Oh, it's like the notebook if it resolved 40 years earlier in their lives. You were fighting hard for this, and I, that is what I love. I love your conviction. Your conviction is the real hot take today. <laughs> you don't understand it, man. Yeah. She was already famous for a TBS drama. I don't think you realize how big a deal it is to have a TBS drop. No, what I didn't realize is how invested into this Meghan and Harry thing that you were until like today. Harry flies <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> so Blackhawks specifically. So wait, hold on, hold on. I think I'm having another epiphany. Are you somehow unnaturally obsessing over Meghan and Harry because you wish Harry was flying the helicopter that Kobe was in that day. Oh my god. That <laughs> is not funny. <laughs> that is my hot take. <laughs> I'm really not okay with Kobe Bryant jokes. I'm really not. I make Kurt Cobain jokes left or right, but Kobe Bryant jokes, I'm just... Not okay with. Uh, I don't think Harry would have been okay with the way that dude was flying that helicopter either. I don't think he would have either. I would have trusted Prince Harry <laughs> in that situation. And at least that way, Kobe Bryant would have only been the second most famous person to die in that crash. I don't think Harry would have let it happen, you know, or at least I, don't I feel think like Harry would have either. I feel like that's yeah, that's that's what could go wrong whole... when you put your faith in British monarchy. So is the long game of this for you that Kobe and LeBron play on the same team? Kobe is dead. But I'm saying he wouldn't be if Harry was flying the helicopter like no, you want. No, retired in 2016. Remember, we're trying to debate whether oh, or not okay. it was Harambe being killed okay. or Kobe Bryant retiring okay. that sent us into this timeline. Okay. okay. Remember? But if LeBron joins the Lakers, then Kobe comes out of retirement. That, that the... was a thing. <laughs> okay, so... For a, so, a few months that was being rumored. So... It was at least a meme. So, my point here is, in this hot take that you've come up with... Are you saying that LeBron's legacy is going to be tarnished because 
he can't resurrect Kobe Bryant from the dead? No, no, you can't spin this because what you're saying is LeBron's legacy is tarnished because Prince Harry wasn't flying the helicopter that day and <laughs> we can't resurrect Kobe because from Prince the Harry dead. was still under the confines of the monarchy. He was still planning his revolution, his mutiny, his coup d'etat. Didn't they? But they moved here before Kobe died, though, right? March of 2020. It was March of 2020? Oh my god, he moved to Los Angeles right around the same time. It was Kobe too Bryant late! Died. It was too Kobe late! Kobe died in March! <laughs> no, it was January! It was January too late. See? See? So what you're saying here is, is that if they'd moved, if they'd defected from the UK sooner, then Harry could have been flying the helicopter that Kobe and Gianna were on their way to fucking basketball. Also, basket 14 <laughs> other people. 14? You can fit 14 people and it's like, I'm kidding. I know you can fit more than like four. Honestly, I'm shocked people. Kobe didn't learn how to fly the helicopter They're himself. himself. Honestly, Mr. With Kobe Bryant being the fucking savant that he was. I can speak Italian. like Italian, Spanish. I can know, speak I know. Slovenian. Slovenian. But you can't fly a helicopter. You also. He learned how to play Moonlight Sonata in a single night to apologize to Vanessa for raping somebody. Consensually cheating on his wife. Oh, are we gonna do yeah, that to do this? Okay. <laughs> I didn't find out he was a devout Catholic until after he died. He went to mass every Sunday. I'm not gonna, it's way too late for me to relitigate the rape case. <laughs> it's also one of the only things that has ever made me question the comedy stylings of Dave Anthony, right? Because on the day Kobe Bryant died, he was like, oh, a rapist is dead. And I was like, damn, Dave, damn. The crazy thing is people were saying that he was like the ideal girl dad. That's a tough... Like, the thing is, it's like, after, That's a tough after the balance, Colorado dude. case, like, yeah. his marriage with Vanessa, like, really did, like, become lockstep, lock tight. And, like, they they had four daughters. Yeah, you, you hear that, Chris Brown? Because um, that's the way you do it. <laughs> you actually and, change. And you atone for your... Misgivings. I feel like that's a weird way to Kobe phrase a potential sexual assault. Allegedly, WNBA. He would always make sure him and Gianna were like at front row of Laker games and shit like that. Kobe did see LeBron play as a Laker. He did see him play as a Laker. I. Okay, but do you really think that Prince Harry would have been flying the helicopter that day? That's all I'm saying. All right, hold on. So Kobe Bryant was known to call random people at random times. Like, people had no idea how they got his number. He even called Bill Simmons one night for fucking advice. I am super entertained that you are, like, actually, like, entertaining. If you hear all this. of these fucking Kobe... Jimmy Fallon has a Kobe Bryant story. 
we're at this party yeah. uh, together, and we just started talking to each other. I was just like, I didn't know anybody really at the party, and why I was in there. I snuck in or something. And they ran out of beer, and so they go, Yo, somebody's got to make a beer run. So they go, Kobe, you want to make a beer run? You go, I'll go. You go, Jimmy, yeah, you want to come cool. with? So we got we got in your car. I don't even know what you were driving. Do you remember? Uh, I think it was a uh, a Land Cruiser at the time. Yeah. So we're in. So we get in your car and we go down to Pink Dot, which is yeah. it, it's a it's a place out in L.A. out here where they only deliver food to you. It's not a store you can go in and buy stuff. <laughs> but we don't know. We're we brand know. new. We don't we know. know. You're you're we brand know. new in L.A. I don't know anything yeah. about L.A. So we, we didn't have in. a navy system, so we just kind of just kind of cruising. Exactly. Around. Yeah. So it was on Sunset Boulevard. So we, we knocked on the glass, and the guy goes like, "What do you want?" And we go. We want beer. And he goes, he goes, I can't sell you beer. We don't, we don't sell anything here. We have to deliver it to you. And we go, but we got to bring it to a party. He goes, I, I can't. And you pull your wallet out of your, and your ID out, and you put it up against the glass, and you go, I'm a Laker. So what you're saying is it's not out of the realm of possibility for Prince Harry to have been flying that helicopter that I'm day. It is not out of the realm of possibility for Kobe Bryant to have discussed with Prince Harry after their mutiny from the British monarchy to be his helicopter pilot. But the homeowners association, when they bought their house in LA, was being super fucking annoying, and they couldn't move in to the point where Harry could pilot the helicopter to get Kobe and the rest, uh, Kobe and Gianna and the rest of their team to their basketball game. How do you think the opposing team felt when the other team didn't show? Hmm? Aren't you the asshole now? I had nothing to do with the helicopter crash. But now so... you are Schrodinger's fucking this up. No, you're trying to spin this in a way that doesn't make it sound like you're upset that Prince Harry wasn't here to save I'm Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is dead. <laughs> yes, I'm very upset about that. And I feel like all the people who listened today and tuned in because they were expecting to hear news recaps are also very upset. Unless they love this type of content. Which you do, because there's no way you would have made it this far into the episode if you did it. But, but let's talk that about might it. be so one Prince of Harry, the... Prince Harry, no. now no, will I'm have done. to be the emotionally available masculine figure because Jonathan Majors fumbled the bag. Ooh, I feel like we've already talked about the Jonathan Majors thing, but it hasn't really like settled with me yet. I'm still very. It's, it's, fu- it's got to be fucked up. Like it's the first like celebrity like scandal accusation that's actually got me like, damn, really? Yeah, I, and it's it's got me fucked up because like if you've seen Jonathan Majors acting, he's a very passionate dude, right? I can totally see Jonathan Majors choking the shit out of somebody. (laughs) Dog. And not to say that. Year and a half, he's been presenting himself as like this gentle masculine figure. Yeah, and that's kind of what like helps it. (laughs) The idea that like, yeah, when this dude snaps, it's probably uh, is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch to snap? The dude was on a cover of GQ or Vogue. Dressed as like Do Flamingo from yeah. fucking One Piece. Yeah, I know you were. I knew you were gonna bring that up because it was a very like 
controversial shoe like everybody was like all oh, the pink and the ruffles it's like super and then the weeds soft. came out of the woodwork yeah. and were like nah it's definitely Doflamingo yeah, yeah. Doflamingo is a scary ass motherfucker uh, apparently so is Jonathan I'm still waiting for things to develop, although I am still also a proponent of Believe the Victim, but this scenario is complicated because the victim has also recused her statement, but she's still also filed a restraining order Which against Jonathan. Has been um, proved Jonathan, earlier this morning. Jonathan has also been dropped by like his management company and, and his situation as Kang is up in the air and is ambiguous. very ambiguous. It, it is a lot of hearsay and, and rumors, but and there has been nothing from Disney officially all about it. very unfortunate for somebody who seemingly had a very promising meteoric rise ahead of them. Yes. Right? To go from the realm that Jonathan was in to a Disney product, right? Like, you know, even though it's Marvel, but it's still Disney, right? Like, Within that's Disney years. money. Uh, that's like that's his not first nothing. Major premiere we covered on this podcast and we've been doing so not his first major years, premiere but i feel like you know the hbo thing, is like yeah big I, time but he was acting before that and he was acting in big movies before that like you know in the sphere of the culture his that first he was in. major leading role in mainstream mainstream his first mainstream i found out role. about jonathan majors Lovecraft country. country. Yes, I mean, fair enough, right? But if you had been following black media before that, then you have seen him in projects before Lovecraft Country. I get, like, secondary, tertiary black media. <laughs> um, I get it, like, a lot of the times filtered through the white lens. Like, yeah. it's usually, like, retweeted from, like, internet, from, like, uh, best of internet or something like that. So, it just felt unfortunate like the whole uh, speaking of Lovecraft Country um, Jesse Smollier thing I know Jesse Smollier is not in Lovecraft Country but his sister Journey is uh, and when it turned out doesn't that she use, doesn't she pronounce her last name Smollett I think it is I I was I thought using the Dave Chappelle Jesse I was, did that as yeah. because he's a I'm almost fuck. I'm almost pretty certain I also said Juicy Smoy <laughs> using the Dave Chappelle reference yeah um I probably said Jesse but my I think, point I think she actually goes by Smollett yeah my point is it's unfortunate like Jesse faking a hate crime whether or not Jonathan's physical assault allegations are legitimate or how legitimate they Once are. Once again, all allegations should be taken seriously, seriously, but you are innocent until proven guilty. All parties. It is unfortunate considering the circumstances of the trajectory of his career. And being somebody who always roots for black people, especially black men in a non-toxic spectrum, it kind of sucks, like the Tory Lanez thing, 
right? Like, in Tory Lanez was a character who always had toxic aspects to him, but nobody expected him to be somebody who would be capable of the things that he's been proven to this point to be capable of. Now, I felt bad listening to Who Needs Love the other week until the first verse kicked in, and I'm like, no, this is banger! Yeah, I never feel bad listening to the music, right? I just, you know, feel bad for the victims who were victimized because of... She was trucking in She-Hulk. She fine. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, you know, the Disney lawyers wanted to take on this case, which is super funny because, you know, the guys over at Disney were totally fine with what the fuck Ezra Miller was doing. Mm, But, you know... Warner, yeah. Warner has DC. Yeah, you. But also, you can't compare apples to oranges, and what Ezra Miller was doing you is can different. Apples to androids. From what Jonathan is doing, um, but what is very clear is the exodus of one Cucker Farlson far away from. Uh, a Harlson far, far, far away from Are we just going to go with Tucker Tarlson of... or are we going to like change it every time? Harlson. It I like seems Tucker like or and let's just keep it consistent. Things are done for Tucker Carlson. Tucker Tarlson, Tucker Tarlson. <sighs> Most punchable face in America. As somebody who likes to speak things into existence. I would like to personally take credit for what has been the downfall of one said DC's psyche. He's not dead yet, but I mean, it can't be long Are after you this, right? Are you that you called it? I'm saying that it's long overdue. Uh, Cause he's already been fired once. Let's not, but, let's but, not but, forget but, that. But, but, but. Call it. No, no, I'm not going to take credit for call. All right. But I will take credit for leading the movement. <laughs> Man, it just. Apparently, he had internal messages so good. that were so inflammatorily like racist and misogynistic that even Fox was like, yo. No, his entire show over the last, like, couple of years has gotten so extremist to the point that Fox News and their The thing that bothers me the most is, like, here's an example of a Tucker Carlson skit. Bit. Segment. My man said skit. No, you were right. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry just moved to Los Angeles. I'm not saying that they were pedophiles in England and they're trying to cover it up. But is anybody asking the question? So there's... <laughs> I love this because as I dig further into what is going on with this Tucker Carlson firing, because it's a pretty big thing that's happening right now, right? Because Tucker Carlson has a very coveted, like, spot How far in... off was I, though? <laughs> You're not far off. Um... But what I don't feel like is far off is the uh, rumor that Tucker may have gotten fired because Rupert Murdoch's ex-fiance had an obsession with Tucker Carlson because of his 
far Christian extremist viewpoints. She apparently was like a one of those like oh is this some televangelist? <laughs> so uh, they broke up after she expressed some very like extreme like Christian viewpoints at a dinner that him and Tucker and her had, and then shortly Rupert. yeah yeah Rupert uh, and shortly after uh, Rupert split with his fiance <laughs> he also had um you know i'm not gonna say he had tucker fired but the call was made to have tucker removed from his covenant he opened position. the foot he opened the football case so he's like all right i'm gonna set the nukes off secretary of state secretary of defense Hit the button. I just, I like the idea that this may have been, like, despite Rupert Murdoch's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like, Tucker may have just lost his job as, like, a casualty of war. And then... I like Ibe Udoka <laughs> allegedly lost his job because he was allegedly sleeping with the no, no wife? Or... No, it's not that. Although, it may be that. Maybe. Because, like, the, the I don't know. The relationship like was opera. We weird. We call it the fox's den. She was she was allegedly Tucker was her favorite out of all the Fox News correspondents, right? Like that's you know why the dinner was like an important thing and all of this shit. Uh but it's just it's funny to me like that this may be He's just part of like some fucking love tryst and Tucker just caught a fucking stray because <laughs> Rupert was like, and fuck you too for making that dinner weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then it turns out that like, yeah, no, apparently there's allegedly a lot of reasons why Tucker should have been fired in the first fucking place because who the fucking thought? <laughs> so I, I who thought, the fucking when, thought when a dude? I saw this on Twitter, I oh felt my myself God. like conflicted. Like, I saw all of these people saying, like, oh, Fox has lost all of this credibility. I guess we have to go somewhere else. And I'm like, well, I mean, if they think Tucker is losing all credibility, that's fucked up. But they're still leaving Fox. So... (laughs) Yeah, like... Yeah, but going where, right, is the case. And that's where everybody's like, oh, where's Tucker gonna go now? And a lot of people think... He's going to go Twitter exclusive because he dropped his, you know, resignations. Uh, fucking Who do you think is running faster to his front door, Newsmax or OAN? Uh, I don't think either one of them can afford him, dude. I feel like he's going to try and do the Bill O'Reilly thing, which a lot of people think he's going to do. I'm not the only one. And it one. didn't work well for Bill, Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. No, no. Bill O'Reilly is doing like he has a, a podcast fraction of, yeah, yeah, and is doing a fraction of the numbers he was doing over at Fox, which is what I hope happens with Tucker Carlson. I feel like maybe at this point, there's potential for him to do Alex Jones numbers, which is not nothing. But you want to know something that I'm not going to celebrate happened, but I will say is nicer and more pleasant than it did. Rush Limbaugh dying. Uh... And you know who would agree with me? Tucker Carlson. It was 
probably because of that that those people went somewhere because they had nowhere else to go, right? Like, without Rush saying crazy shit, they went to Tucker for all that wild, their wild hot takes. And now that he's been fired for a second time, because I'd like to remind people that this is the second time that he's been fired. The first time was because of one said John Stewart. It's like I said, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you know who was the most mad about that? Eli Manning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Only quarterback to have beaten Tom Brady in a Super Bowl until fucking... What's his name? The the backup? Wentz? No, No, it wasn't Wentz. It was uh, fucking... Some kind of Eagles fan you are. They have a statue out in front of Lincoln Field. Uh, Please tell me you knew their stadium was called Lincoln Field. No, why would I know that? I'm not from Philadelphia. I watched the games. I like Ooh. Eagles too. I like the colors. <laughs> Donovan McNabb was cool. That's not even it. Geo was cool? No, it's literally because the person who got me into watching football was an Eagles fan. Oh. Like, so it's more American than Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. But, <laughs> yes, no. Uh, excuse me. Meghan Markle was born in America. She has red, white, and blue-blooded as you are. Yes, no, but I, I'm an Eagles fan because my stepdad was an Eagles fan. I wonder what Prince Harry's favorite American football team is. And I wonder if he calls it American, American football. American football? Uh, probably, because he's a fucking wank. He's, at this point, he's not British. He's just British. And there goes our chance at ever having Prince Harry on the podcast because I called him a wank one time. Oh, and me calling him Brit-ish wasn't enough? (laughs) Well, when you're that redhead... I'm celebrating him by saying fuck where he comes from. I like how you talked over me making a fucking, like, straight jab at fucking Carrot Tops just now. (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) You said... Carrot Top? You said... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's it's late I'm yeah, we're all trying one. to appeal I, to zoomers <laughs> carrot top yeah really <laughs> alright audience google carrot, carrot top. top they will his wikipedia page that's, that's... and look up his fame from the 1990s I'd like you to remember that carrot top chose the name because he has a fucking brimming bush of red hair uh, which was also known as a carrot top at that point Um, so I wasn't referencing carrot top the washed up prop comedian um, who would probably fight me over that (laughs) he'd be like whoa I get invited to every third comedy central roast (laughs) he's listening listen Once Weird Al Yankovic dies, I'm that guy, okay? (laughs) So you better wise up, buddy. Gallagher was him. He's gone, okay? Side, side. (laughs) How many Weird Al Yankovic songs have you heard that are better than the original? (sighs) Not many. But there are some. Weird, listen, Weird Al is a clever guy. Right, I'm not. I'm not here to take away anything from that. Weird that Al. biopic, by the way, um, was really good. Yeah, that's probably it, the best thing he's ever done, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> it's it's so meta, like, completely it's, surreal. It's very meta. It's like the uh, <laughs> the whole Michael Jackson bad bit 
happy dying. He's like, this Michael Jackson guy's torture song. Yeah, it's like Walk Hard. Dude, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Once I once I settled into that being the trajectory of this, I was like, oh, I yeah, no, walk, this is great. I sh- all right, I'm going to try to watch Walk the Line and then Walk Hard back to back. But there's nothing to juxtapose the fucking Weird Al Yankovic movie with. <laughs> like Purple Rain. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has done a serious YouTube documentary about Weird Al. Now, how? How? That sounds like an oxymoron in itself. I wonder, maybe Weird Al is like a giant fucking asshole in the recording studio. And like, he's actually like throwing his mandolin against the fucking wall and shit like that. That's how they made him look in the mockumentary. (laughs) But that's also allegedly how Tucker Carlson is in real life. But Um, more racist. Yeah, like way more. No, see, that would be the real. No, that Tucker Carlson has a more punchable face than Weird Al Yankovic. I was going to say, that would be the real E, real life behind the music of Weird Al Yankovic, was that he was actually like a fucking misogynistic racist the entire time. And and the record label had to stop him from making like extremely racist and homophobic parodies of pop hits. That's the story I want to see. Um, But... Instead, I'm enjoying what's happening with this Tucker Carlson saga because apparently, like, you know, the fucking the Unabomber joke about his video. No, dude. Apparently, the representatives over at Fox News, like the people in charge of keeping, like, you know, the handlers of keeping their talking heads in line, have a burn book of all the things that Tucker has done. And it hasn't come out yet because, you know, Tucker is playing ball and isn't talking foul of his company that he's being departed from. There's got to be a certain level of status where you actually realize you need to be careful with what you say. I know how. As a public official, as lowly as I am, I don't give a fuck what I say. I don't think Tucker does either, and that's why but I'm... that's the problem. I'm, Tucker has a much bigger platform yeah. and much more responsibility no, than but I do. As he's a also a smarmy little bitch, so I'm totally waiting for him to, you know, settle into being comfortable not being at Fox anymore and just, you know, start talking tea. Because it's going to happen at some point, right? You know, he's going to be like, you know, they just couldn't handle me over there. They've really tried to restrain me the whole time I was there because they did. They've tried to restrain me the whole time. Every single time that I correct the teleprompter, they always bleep out whenever I say. (sighs) You mean like Donald? (laughs) It was like, they don't want you to say, you know, the N word. They don't want you to say it, but I'm going to say it. Nuclear. Wow. Wow. Is there any... Listen, Donald. Donald. God damn it. Do you have to be so hilarious? Because it wouldn't be so difficult if he wasn't so unintentionally Did he really hilarious. act out an orgasm on stage? I don't That's know. AI generated. I don't know what that was. I have no. I, I know it's not AI generated. I did not look into what, what it was. Fuck I just was 
<laughs> saw it in a meme. I just saw it in a meme. Oh my god. We live in wild times. Um, <laughs> this is fucking normal. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I did want to go back. Jonathan Majors dressed as Doflamingo, right? So Doflamingo has this really cool power. Uh, oh my god. So he ate like the thread thread fruit or something like that. So he can basically like shoot razor sharp threads out of his hands. They're razor sharp fucking threads. So like everything was getting torn up and eventually everybody would get sliced up in that. And I was like, that's a low key, really cool power. And I like when people take like kind of benign powers and make them super busted, which is why I would want to be a waterbender. Cause people are like, oh, mm, water. And I'm like, dog, there's water all around us. I can control the temperature of water. I can make fucking like sub-zero type swords and shit with water. Are you kidding me? That would be busted. No. How many dreams have you had where you start flying? In your dreams where you start flying, how do you start flying? I want to ask, how do you start flying in your flying dreams? I know you've had flying dreams. Tell me about how you start flying in your flying dreams. You're on what? <laughs> Oh, dog. How did you start flying in your flying dreams? Are we really? Is that really what you want to do? Or yes. are we ending the episode? Call me Zygmunt Freud. This is B-Sides. Do you like Superman? Or do you, do you flap your arms? I usually am just... Jump? I'm usually just flying. How? Like, how are you flying? Every time I've had a flying... If we're really... So, like, like, you just... Every time you've had a flying dream, you never take off. You're just already flying? Yes. But... Are you just like Superman straight or are you like flapping your arms? No, I'm not or... flapping my arms. Do you think anybody is really flapping their arms in their dreams to fly? I have. I've had multiple different types of flying dreams. And I think the ones that were like the most lucent were honestly were the ones where I would just like jump and I would start jumping really high. And then all of a sudden I would just like flap my arms and I would get like almost like a double jump. And then I was able to like glide so mine were almost more like bird flying dreams do you feel like you felt like a bird or were you just flapping your arms leg. because because i don't know where my home is and i don't know where my soul is. <sighs> all right nugly furtado do you feel like you were flapping your arms because that's how you understood flying to be possible for you or do you feel like you were flapping your arms because of the scenario in the dream the scenario was basically just like me in a front yard. I don't know why, but I was wearing like low cut shell top Adidas's. I was like, wow, that's like- That's what you remember about the dream? Not no, why you were- I remember a lot more. It was a white shirt and blue jeans. So you remember what you were wearing. It was also like a white picket fence. It was very like Eisenhower America in, pers in perspective. But you don't remember why you were flying. I was- telling the people in my dream that I could fly. You were telling the people in your dream that you could fly, so you started flapping your wings to demonstrate. Are you no, fucking... I took two jumps, and by the third jump after that, I jumped really high, and then I flapped my arms, and then I saw myself go higher. So then I started gliding. Okay. And All then right. I was like, okay, that was really cool. Right. And then the other people were like, no, Yo, no, 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 no,
really uh, all that to make me believe that this was never a dream and this was just a thought experiment. Uh, speaking of thought experiments, I got one for you. Would you rather be able to double jump or flap your arms and fly? Flap my arms and fly considering my vertical leap. Okay, so flap your arms and fly, but your arms still are subject to your normal exhaustion rate. Still gonna take flap my arms and fly. So essentially you turn yourself into a very lengthy lanky chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can only fly like the rate of like a chicken could fly. Yeah, but I fry at 101 degrees. So you think that's more beneficial to you than double jumping? Uh yeah, because I'd basically be able... Well, if I... Ooh, I really stepped up my basketball game. I could probably <laughs> jump in. And they'd be like, how the fuck does this guy move around the rim the way he does? So you think being able to fly like a chicken <laughs> would be more beneficial in a basketball game than double jumping? No, I'm saying double jumping would be exclusively yeah. <laughs> more beneficial while playing basketball. Oh, you just think exclusively. So like not saving that... a kitten from a tree and getting cool points. Fuck that cat. Oh, oh, okay, so fuck the cat, especially, like, you know, if the cat belongs to a super hot great, girl. My, okay, and you can great. double jump to save her cat. goes from four inches to eight inches. Woo! That's... You want to know where that benefits me? Basketball. And just about that. No, you're not looking at the potential of this, sir. I'm like... already tall. <laughs> exactly, so you're double sh- jumping. You're a short king, so you're imagining the world from my perspective if you can double jump. No, I'm not. I'm... Yeah, exactly. Think about that. You being able to double jump with a decent vertical puts you at a huge, like, height advantage, dog. In basketball. Yeah, not just in basketball. In life, my nigga. All right, so I guess if I could Smash Brothers it and, like, use my double jump whenever so, like, I could do my initial jump and then just go, like, Sanji hockey, kick on the air, and then go in my next jump. Yeah, I... Yeah, I... I'm not putting restraints on. Do I get a recovery move? No. Can I use the 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 whip like like Richter does in Smash? No, now you're just trying to be obstructionary. No, (laughs) I am arguing the semantics. No, but these are things that need to be considered when constructing when uh, when constructing a double jumping argument. You're talking about bringing every single time who props into it like fucking Gallagher. And I'm like, great, where are X and Y fighting? No, you're just being contrarian for the fun of it. I'm being contrarian for the necessity. No, I feel like double jumping is the obvious answer here because nobody wants to look ridiculous flapping their arms like a chicken unless they're evading some. And like, that doesn't even get you far away from anything. Do you know what also looks awesome? How long do you... Flying! Oh, yes. Especially when you have to fly like a fucking retard. (laughs) 
<laughs> it'll fucking knock off do, Mary right, Poppins right, right, project. Right, right, right. Is the chicken wing flight like? Do I get to glide, or is it like, or is it like Flappy no, Bird? You is it like Flappy Bird? Yes, that's <laughs> what you're like Flappy Bird. I'll take double jumping. That's what you're suggesting. This you're suggesting so that people like, use their I own like, arms. Do, I'm thinking like I can get to a certain height and I can glide, <laughs> but the way you're thinking it, it's like. Fucking flappy bird. <laughs> yes, because you're like people okay, use I'll their own arms. No. I'll take double jumping over flappy bird. You're like people use their own arms to <laughs> propel themselves into the air, and I'm like, do you know how weak most people are, dude? They would literally be able to fly like would a fucking like peacock can fly. Now I guess a peacock could probably fly further. Hey, I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. I'm just imagining most people like it's like double jumping for most people, but mo more difficult, okay, right? So if it's a, a flappy bird, like somebody flight. like the Rock. See, these or... are these the questions. See, if you you didn't specify, I that did. The flight would be like Flappy Bird. I did. I said your arms can carry you only as far as you could. You would get tired but naturally. You never said I couldn't glide. Can, how would you glide? So how would that aerodynamically no, no work? aerodynamic benefit. No, you're so literally, you suggested. If I stop flapping, I drop straight down. That's what you suggested I flapping. I definitely want double jump. <laughs> That's what you suggested. You didn't make any specific. I you, thought that you could glide. See, these are the questions that no, need to be no, 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 no. No, you these said. important. You said I flap my arms and I fly like I in my dream, right? And I guess in your dream you said you jump. I'm able to glide in my dream. Okay. You've seen. So you would glide a, like a, a pidgeot or a fira fly, or right? like a fucking kite. <laughs> like no, a, I'm stick with pidgeot and fira. So you can glide so like, like you, you have can bird wings. One thrust of your wing, of, they can do one thrust of their wings and like ascend really high, right? I so mean, lots that's of. That's basically what I was able to do. I feel like lots so, of birds can. Anyway, yeah. No, I'm talking specifically the fictional birds of Pidgeot <laughs> and Fero. So you was getting your Pidgeot on in your dream, and you want. Okay, so based on your rules, then you could. So then, yeah, I could like kick my arm, my legs out, and I could like glide, like if I'm in a squirrel suit. By the way, I want to do a squirrel now. Suit. You in a squirrel suit? You would get down in a wingsuit? Fuck yeah! Mm. Probably what I'm most depressed. So that way, it's either really fun or I was gonna what say I was I, for anyway. I feel like that's a white privilege. Remember, like a very like oh old... no, I've, I've been told that comedians be like you want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane yo okay so i was gonna say like a very old staple of mine from this podcast was that like white people want to die like because <laughs> <laughs> life just isn't thrilling to them anymore after like you know conquering the planet and making everything about them now they want to conquer death uh <laughs> and they do things like fucking trip line dancing and wingsuit parasailing you want, you want and a very oh like space right. space exploration so, <laughs> I, I know I that those you, are I've not had, exclusively was, white things I've had way. a personally 
strange experience in my textual analysis class is not a single thing that we have analyzed has been a white man. All of it is foreign to me. My exam was on a novel written by an Asian American. Hey. First generation. Look, shout out Asian to American. exposure, right? Uh, one thing I wish white people would stop exposing themselves to is unnecessary ways to die. Or as the TikTok you kids would have it, dumb show, ways, ways to, to die. die. The fact yeah. that that show existed. Yes. I mean, people are talking well, about like the Darwin Awards. Self harm. That was a syndicated television show. Well, I mean, the Darwin Awards, right? Like, I have a Darwin Awards book because th that shit, it's just funny. Like, I mean, okay, death is not funny, but like, people put themselves in unnecessary, dangerous risk all the time. Like, some people make their death funny. Wingsuiting. David Bowie made his death art. And that's just another example. That that's very normal for David Bowie. <laughs> I actually would have been shocked if he didn't turn his death into some form of art. I was going to say that human beings are not normal. Uh, we're probably the only animal on the planet that turns their death into art. Um, and I think the rest of the planet, they would agree that that's not normal but what is normal is ordering all of your pokemon magic the gathering flesh and blood Yu-Gi-Oh, card game supplies and board games at tokenmtg.com and use the promo code ziggy and get 10 percent off of your order please someone use the goddamn promo code <laughs> what else should be normal is following us at the flood pot on everything and, and that that's on, on everything. everything and remember to like and share this bitch because you know we are doing Hit it on the algorithm for the lols but oh by the way this week's hit on the algorithm is daylight by david kushner uh and because we'll... we've already used calm down double fantasy kill bill flowers chemical Ooh, have we used boys a liar part two no i don't think so all right this week's hit on the algorithm is Boys a Liar Part 2 by Pink Pantheris and Ice Spice. And the number one hit song in 1994, May 1st, was Ace of Bass. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Fucking Ace of Bass, bro. Goddamn, dog. Oh, man. No, that definitely does not float today. I don't know anybody checking for <laughs> that latest. Anyway, but you guys can definitely catch us for more of the latest hot takes and up to dates on everything in the pop culture spectrum from including the most american family to the movies royal all of it at the flood pie we love y'all deuces look it's a flood it's flooding get away quick we need to get to higher ground open the floodgates Time to talk about it is time to talk about black stuff.